Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. First, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers. And as ever, we do that with Aidan Donnelly from Davies. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Aidan. Um, we'll come to Twitter in a moment. Let's start with that story um, from Joe Brennan in the Irish Times about the monthly mortgage repayments from Irish borrowers. Yeah, this is an interesting one, and I'd say it's a lot of people around the country have kind of sensed that this was the case. But what they're saying is that, what Joe's saying is that monthly mortgage repayments for Irish borrowers rose by 12% in the in the two years to the end of June. And that was even before the, the ECB started to hike its official rates. And we've obviously seen rates go since then go from zero to, to 2%. And what they're saying is that the, the, the rise in the payments was really driven in the first half uh, by some of the non-bank lenders who obviously finance themselves in, in, in the uh, money markets, which had kind of seen rates go up long before the ECB put rates up. And as their borrowing costs went up, they obviously passed those uh, higher borrowing costs on to um, their customers. So, um, you know, we, we, we've seen it right away, right across the board. And, and obviously then even since the ECB's rate increase, we've also seen two of the main pillar banks also started to push up some of their, their new fixed rate loan products in the, in the last five weeks. Yeah, the pillar banks are Bank of Ireland and AIB and Irish Permanent TSB as well. The, the non-bank lenders, I suppose, are ICS, uh, Finance Ireland and Avant. Avant They're the people yeah. who've, been, who've been kind of pushing up uh, the cost of borrowing for a lot of people. And that is to be expected since the ECB has raised rates to 2%, as you said. Let's move on to Twitter. It is truly in, you know, it sounds like end of days in Twitter because the hashtag RIP Twitter is trending all over the world. Yeah, this is this is incredible how it has deteriorated in the last couple of weeks, and obviously, you know, we've we've gone from a point, and we can't forget that at the start of the month, you know, middle of this last month, there was seven thousand four hundred people employed here, and now we don't know how many people are going to be employed because. Uh, obviously, after the, the redundancies uh, two weeks ago, we now have uh, a, an ultimatum from Elon Musk that everybody had to sign on to this new har- extremely hardcore working um, uh, blueprint for, for the company. And it's seeming overnight that uh, a, a large proportion of the uh, remaining employees have chosen not to sign up for it and the company it seems judging by what's on social media have locked out everybody all their offices are closed until monday um and all badge access has been uh revoked and but people still have access obviously to their system so i think there is that side of the business and then obviously at the end of the day it is also an advertising business and and if you were an advertiser on this platform, do you really want to be associated with what's going on right now? So they could see serious issues in, in, in terms of revenue going forward as well. Yeah. Um, the offices are closed, as you said, until Monday at least. Um, it turns out that people who might have already been doing 60 or 70 hour weeks, that wasn't hardcore enough for, um, for Mr. Musk. He's only, in the, he's only in the hot seat, what is it, as you say, three weeks or something like yeah. that. People are starting to wonder whether the site will fall over now simply because the technical expertise to, um, to patch up mistakes simply aren't there, that whole swathes of the business are no longer at their desks. Yeah, I, I think that is obviously the big concern because at the end of the day, you know, while we say this is an advertising business, it, it is most definitely a software and services company and that is backed by engineers. And if you don't have engineers, you don't really have a, a, a platform. So, 
you know, we, we'll see probably over the weekend how many of those engineering teams uh, have exited. They would all be very, very well thought of probably within the industry and would have no problem um, getting engineering jobs elsewhere. And there is a big demand for, for engineers out there. So, you know, we, 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 we will watch and, and wait and see what happens. Indeed. And it could be salutary lessons for all of us um, if we are multi-billionaires and spend $44 billion buying a social media website. Uh, John Isle in the Irish Independent uh, writes about a big investment from the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund. I suppose that that is the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Ireland. It is indeed, yeah. And, and they've announced that they're going to put $60 million into a new European lending fund raised by Musenich, which is a, a global credit investor. And really, this this is fund is going to target companies with earnings between three million and, and twenty million. Uh, it's a debt financing um, uh, uh, operation, and, and really, what they want to do is they believe that the, the, there's an awful lot of the businesses down in this lower end of the uh, in terms of size uh, that are of the mid market that have been overlooked but yet have great growth potential. So, what they want to do is is kind of provide. You know, long-term patient capital, albeit debt financing, to these businesses, so they can they can get you know up and running and developed. So it's a good news story, definitely. Yeah, and they probably would struggle to get bank uh, lending as well from the traditional Correct. banks uh, away from the newspapers. Aiden, uh, you were in the United States last week speaking to some pretty senior people within listed companies. What did you learn? Yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I met up with a. 30 or so CEOs and CFOs of, of big listed US companies, particularly in the industrial space. So it's always interesting because they tend to have their, their finger on the pulse in terms of economic growth and, and, and the like going forward. And to be honest with you, you know, it, it, what, what's, what amazed me most of all is that they actually aren't nearly as gloomy, certainly, as, as investors might be and, or, or uh, you know, some of the, the media out there about the prospects for the, for the globe, global economy over the next year. You know, they're, they're, they're seeing demand remaining very strong. Their order books are good. Um, their, their backlogs are good. Um, there's a few kind of issues in terms of, uh, you know, if you look particularly, uh, you know, we're seeing it this side of the water too, but, you know, residential, new residential building is a, has slowed a lot with more rates going up, nearly doubling over the last um, couple of months in the US. But the interesting thing, even within the residential space, is that we're seeing that demand for new builds being replaced by demand for people to do, you know, repair, remodel, extensions, that type of thing. So, you know, it's not all bad news. But even wider, as you look at the global thing, uh, the global viewpoint, they are seeing some, some very good demand for for capital expenditure by globally, that's really driven by areas like reshoring of supply chains, automation, digitalization, uh, the electrification of the grid, and and, and our, our our requirement to to have more things like EVs and that, and that's all driving significant capex. So, you know, they remain. You know, it's not that they're they're. Com- completely complacent. They do know that there's difficulties out there and we've obviously seen interest rates go up a bit, but it's, uh, quite it's, a bit over this year. But yeah, you know, It sounds like glass half full from their point of yeah, view, which is a very yeah, interesting sir. thing from the big industrial yeah. companies that you're talking to. Thanks, Aidan, as ever. That's Aidan Donnelly from Davies Stockbrokers. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.